0: Well, hey, everybody, this is Chad Jordan, Director of Marketing for Digital Services here at Sport Clips Haircuts. I have a a special guest today and a special episode, Um, something people outside of Sport Clips might not know and maybe inside of Sport Clips might not realize, that we have something called a Wayne McGlone Memorial Fund that... raises funds and makes contributions to team members in times of needs and distributes those monies in times of needs. And uh, the needs can range from uh, we, we've distributed money based on uh, somebody's house getting flooded in a hurricane or getting burned down or uh, if someone's uh, dealing with a personal tragedy or some sort of illness just to help the team member through a, a particularly dark time in his or her life and uh, so I, i'm actually excited today because we have with us a team member who has uh, enjoyed the benefits of that uh, that uh, wayne McLone fund and had literally has lived to tell about it so we're going to talk with her a bit today she's going to share her story and hopefully this uh, this does a couple things one inspires others to give towards the Wayne McLone fund we're always raising money for that, but also to kind of uh, the, the secondary reason, there might be people out there that could benefit from it and didn't know the fund existed, and we want to make sure that they get educated on how it works, what the process is, uh, that it actually exists, that there is a real fund. So without further ado, uh, young lady, why don't you introduce yourself for us?
1: Hello everyone. My name is Brittany Clay. Um, I am from Cincinnati, Ohio. I work at the um, Rain store, which is OH218. two one eight. I've been with the company um, since two thousand and gosh fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, yes. so going on
0: four years. All right. Is it? Yeah, is we're it, nineteen.
1: Holy moly! Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: so you're becoming an old timer.
1: Um, so, uh, I'm a, ma- I'm a manager now at the Coleraine store. I started out as, um, assistant manager in the Harrison store and, uh, I'm just living my life and loving it.
0: So let's talk about your life and the fact that you're living it because your story, uh, Backdrop, is, uh, and I don't want to be a spoiler alert here because you are alive, so thank God for that, but you had a health scare, and uh, tell us when that started, uh, you know, you're a mom, you can also bring in, obviously, your kids and talk about that, but but I want to hear uh, uh, exactly about your your struggle with health and uh, what the doctors told you, and, and give me all that backdrop, please.
1: So, um... Three years ago, uh, actually three and a half years ago, I was sick. Um, didn't know much what was going on. I had been sick for a while, but mm-hmm. I started getting um, extremely sick, is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, after about nine months of doctor's visits and biopsies and poking and prodding, I found out I had stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma little bit in my spleen and my um, bone marrow.
0: And you say that so matter-of-factly, like <laughs> stage four cancer is just, you know, another day stroll in the park when really any stage cancer, first of all, it's, it's, scary. The, it's the C word. And stage four is, I mean, what are the doctors telling you when they tell you stage four? Like, hey, that looks look, looks good, you know, you got nothing to be scared of. I doubt that's how the conversation went.
1: Well, it mm. was um, a little bit of a little bit of both. It was okay. a little of this is stage four, it's um, aggressive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We must be aggressive, but the thing that really took me back was that um, they were all, my oncologist and my, my oncology team was so, um, you know, uplifting. We're mm-hmm. going to get through this. And I think that that kind of rubbed off on okay. me. So that's why they, I am They mapped one. out a plan yes. and said, hey, we, we know is what to what do. what we're going to do. Right. And they told me I had the young people's cancer. Okay. And when you're close to 40, you're going to take anything yeah. you can. Yeah.
0: So they're high-fiving you. Hey, you got cancer, but don't <laughs> but worry. But we're going to take care yeah, of this. Yeah. And
1: I am a person that keeps that type of energy with myself anyway um, I have four children
0: let's talk about that because you're you're a mom obviously yeah. four kids were living in your home at the yes. time that you come home and say kids I got so so tell me uh, their so, ages and and what what was going on at home um, at the time
1: at the time I had a one that was almost three one that was almost five and I mean like within months mm-hmm. and then I had my son who was 10 my oldest daughter who was 16 um, so you really can't show that fear to them. Mm-hmm. You can't show the fear of holy moly. Yeah. What kind of road are we really going to go down to? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I think that that's kind of
0: why I. And am. I, I mean, I don't know this. Are you a single mom? I single mean, mother. You, so you got okay. So <laughs> that's that was my question. You you got to go home and tell the four kids they're all living under your roof. Yes. Living okay. And when you're come, and you're the breadwinner. Yes. Uh, everything winner. Um, and now you got to tell them mom's got cancer. And so your sixteen-year-old, she it,
1: probably knew more. Uh-huh. Mom's sick okay. was mostly what I told the younger ones. Um, mm-hmm. Mom's sick. I'm gonna be out of work. I'm gonna be. I was by this time. I was bedridden. I was. I went from a regular weight to. I think I was a hundred pounds, maybe wet. Oh wow! So I was very. Um, thin, but was this fragile. before the treatment? The treatment even started. Oh man! Okay. I was very. Um, just weak and thin could you
0: not hold anything down you just nothing, nothing? no nothing
1: yeah. I was very sick um oh. they thought I had allergies for a while oh.
0: I'm allergic <laughs> to all food and air and yeah
1: so um what had happened actually was I went in for a procedure called uh media stenoscopy it's mm-hmm. where they do a small um cut right at your throat right okay. under Adam's apple yeah Um, and they're gonna put a small tube down in to look at my lungs they thought something was wrong with my lungs they were Mm -hmm. gonna take two-thirds of my lungs that is when they opened me up and found out holy moly we haven't been biopsying correctly and this Uh, woman by now is mm. stage four
0: yeah because because it had been what nine months of you being feeling it yes just of
1: them starting the biopsy part Um, I had been sick since I was pregnant with my last child I started so that. So you think
0: that's kind of when it. That, when that's it,
1: when they think it started. Oh, wow, wow. They just didn't. It's sometimes you just. And I'm bad. I'm a, I'm a single mm-hmm. mother.
0: Right. So we put you, ourselves last. Yeah.
1: We go to the doctor last. Mm-hmm. We suck it up. Mm-hmm. We take an allergy pill and get to work or yeah. whatever we have to do. And, yeah. you know, so that's the mindset that I was on. And even when I was diagnosed, that was the mindset I was on. I'm going to get better. I am going to beat this. There, Nothing is going to worry me. Um, because really when it all comes down to it, my children are all I have mm-hmm. and I don't want them to ever be without me. It's, it's, that so was you, my biggest fear. So
0: you are sick, uh, and you're going in and cutting hair every day. <laughs> I mean, you're standing on your feet for literally 12 hours a day. And yes. how are you getting through those, those days when you were sick and not knowing yet it was cancer, but.
1: Well, uh, cause I kind of live by the motto of suck it up, buttercup. Right,
0: okay. Nobody mm-hmm.
1: else is going to pay the bills.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, I'd hate to be you know one <laughs> one of your kids when you, they chores time or it something. Like, I, I know you, you're, you're, you know. It gets
1: a little bit rough. But I have I was raised by a single father. Okay. Who was a extraordinary who is an extraordinary man even to this day. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad worked for has worked for AT and T for forty three years. They have actually just tapped him and made him retire.
0: Mm-hmm. He would have like, worked that's enough, until he died. Yeah. You know. We're cutting um, you off. So
1: I have been brought up with that mentality of. You look in the mirror, you look at yourself. You have that emotion, but then you say, "Honey, we're not going to let anything, you know, beat us down. We're mm-hmm. going to build ourselves up, and whatever that, um, whatever that issue is, whether it's good, bad, or in between, we're going to tackle it. And we're going to make it ours." So that's kind of my my, my mentality on life itself. You know, um, there's always somebody out there, even with stage four cancer that I had, that has stage four lung cancer or mm-hmm. brain cancer. Or um, inoperable kind of inoperable stuff. Inoperable yeah. things. And so when my doctors were like, yeah, it's stage four, and it's going to be a rough battle for the next, you know, year, but we're going to make make it through, that's just what I kept in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fearful of finances. That scared me because um, my children only have me as an income, We, you know. Um, yeah. If mom's not working, who's going to pay the electric bill? Yeah. You know, we're lucky enough that some things um, we were able to get help on, but you know, your my parents can only help with so much, especially because I have four children. Mm-hmm. It's it's um it's a little bit more expensive than mm-hmm. if you just have one or two. Um,
0: and you have a well, teenager and another <laughs> one that's uh, yeah exactly,
1: <laughs> and then two little princesses that always you know, but I and I also even after I was diagnosed, I always wanted to keep that facade of. I am your mother, and we spoke about it earlier, mm-hmm. and I'm a superhero yeah. in their eyes, yes. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not having a superhero day, mm-hmm. to them, I'm a, I am Wonder Woman. Right. And so, therefore, I need to get my lasso of truth and get my wristbands on mm-hmm. and go out and fight evil, whatever that evil. My evil just so happened to be sickness. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, did you, what kind of treatment did you have to I undergo? Had,
1: um, I had... Eight months of chemo, which was eight rounds, um, every other week on mm-hmm. Tuesday.
0: So that's not helping with the weight gain. No. Right. Well,
1: no, actually, they did the opposite. So I got my first treatment, and I was um, so frail and, um, you know, without, I hadn't eaten in days, that they actually put me on weight gainers. So in the first mm-hmm. two months of my treatment, I they made me gain 50 pounds.
0: Wow. Because <laughs> I, I was on
1: a lot of steroids yeah. and things like that. yeah. Um, and that's because after my first treatment, they were afraid, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to give this girl another treatment for a while? Yeah. So they.
0: Were you, Was your appetite sustained? Were you able to. Oh, eat, once they eat put hold... me on this, oh, this okay. medicine. There's everything. It sounded I good. One huh? day,
1: my girlfriend, Shauna, who was the uh, manager yeah. with me at the store, yeah. came into my house, and I think my head was actually in the bowl of macaroni and cheese. Okay.
0: Just couldn't get it fast <laughs> enough. Yeah.
1: So. But good it was for better you. Because she said I look like Skeletor yeah, before. Right. No, that's <laughs> but good. Anything was better. But, um, you know, I just, I just keep that mentality of always moving forward, mm-hmm. never behind. Mm-hmm. You have to always push forward. You have to always, um, you know, there's always a, a light somewhere at the end of the tunnel. And a, a big thing, too, was um, learning to be humbled and ask for help. Um,
0: from whom? F- Everybody, from anybody? Anybody. Yeah.
1: Uh, at first, it was only from my parents, and at the time, I was working for team leaders, um, Mike and Marcy Mendel. And thank God that they were people that could probably see that I didn't need or didn't um, didn't have that like urge to ask for it from uh-huh. people that I wasn't it out as of comfortable you, right. with, yeah. because they're the reason why I got so, the Wayne So so
0: let's talk now. Let's let's transition to talk about that because. You mentioned one thing that you were fearful of was your finances and yeah. how, literally, how are you going to make ends meet? And it's not like at this point you can be on the floor cutting hair. No. I mean, you were in I the was, fight of your life right. and for your life. Well, uh, I was
1: told I wasn't allowed to work. That was the worst right. day ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no kidding. I like working. Hashtag dream
0: job. <laughs> no, uh, it was
1: good for about two minutes, and mm-hmm. then you're like, I don't want to be in bed anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so you're you're worried about finances, and you're having to ask for help for the f- first time or in a long time, and it's not something you're necessarily comfortable with. So they approach you, and they say... And by the way, you hadn't been at Sport Clips that long, No, right? it's I not was hired It's not like you had been a 10-year...
1: I was hired in February, and I was diagnosed on Mother's Day.
0: Okay, so less than three months. Yeah. you. Uh, and they approach you, and they say... What, what what was the conversation like
1: um with sport clips they have this fa- this fund that um when women um or men that work for the company are going through something hard we know that you know a lot of time you guys don't have the supplemental insurances and the things like that that other companies do mm-hmm. because of being a stylist and um so they they didn't tell me a lot about what was going on at the time they were mostly talking with my mother um because i was just so sick right she was able to um, comprehend a lot of things the medicine was kind of messes with your brain mm-hmm. um however what it was was i they were like we we want you to fill this paperwork out and we're going to send it to sport clips down in corporate and we really think that they're going to come through and help you and at first i'll be honest with you i thought oh i'm going to fill this paperwork out and i'm going to go into a to a little file cabinet right, of 100 yeah. billion people that mm-hmm. work for the company that have probably tried. And, and I get that they can't go, you know, that's that was my mentality. They might not be able to help me, so I'm right. not going to, you know, count on this type of deal. And, um, but let me tell you, my friend, um, the day that I got um, the letter stating that they were going to help me was probably one of the best days in a long time during that whole process because at that point my parents are divorced but both of them were trying to help us yeah me and my kids with bills and it was getting to the point where they were like we're we are getting tapped we don't know yeah. what we're gonna do right. and um it was like a. how relief. long did
0: the process take
1: i um, was diagnosed on in may yeah filled the paperwork out in june okay and i think by the end of july Oh, my gosh. I think that's – I'm pretty sure that it was end of July because I. my birthday is August 4th, and it was before mm-hmm. my birthday. Um, it was a relief.
0: Mm-hmm. And are, are we talking – I mean, I – Like I
1: a relief on – there were bills that um, I was using credit cards of course. To, to push one finance yeah. to here. And pay then pay
0: one credit card off with another one. Giving my mom yeah. the credit
1: card to go take a little – like yeah. my – to go down and just say, "Oh, I want sixty dollars in cash, so then I can take that sixty dollars and pay on another credit card." Yeah. So it was a lot of like pushing and pulling of all this money. All
0: well, you've got that dual thing where uh, you're single mom of four—not not just a of four—and uh, stylist by trade, manager, you know, team member, all that kind of stuff who depends on actively working, working cash coming in it, tips and all yes. that kind of stuff which is in one fell swoop taken out yeah. because you're now on bed rest for a year uh, so are, are we talking they they, they threw a hundred dollars your way like what is I don't even know what the limit is but so, I, I imagine you I don't know what for, the
1: limit is but with me they send me they sent me um, right over nine thousand dollars Oh, my gosh and that
0: uh, and it's not a it lo- was, it's not a loan. No, right? it was no, given
1: just, to me because at first I thought maybe that it was a loan, yeah. but then my mom and everybody came back and explained the paperwork to me more because when I tell you, if you ever have a person that you know that goes through chemo, when they say chemo brain, it's a real deal. Yeah. Like you kind of, all of that medicine running through your, your system. Your body is just
0: fighting everything. Well, you poisoning and so, everything. Right, exactly. Every
1: so, organ, every cell, cell everything. Yeah. And so um, it was it was emotional getting that money it was emotional paying bills like just like not a bad emotion it was like a relief like
0: I can pay this oh my gosh okay so we're good we're good for a while and
1: that money helped sustain us during that time yeah we weren't living it up I mean it wasn't like I was able to go anywhere but it, it it sustained us for a long time. Like it paid most of my bills, and mm-hmm. then my parents were able to come back in here and there and help me with little things that they could. Um, it was it was a relief. Uh, it, that money and it, um, made it so that that year I could get my kids' school clothes for school, school supplies. I had a daughter that was starting her senior year. Mm. It it. It was um, a relief. When they say the relief fund, it is a relief. You are at that point in your life, and not only am I having to fear, like, and, you know, even though I always have that good idea or that good attitude, that fear is always in there. Mm -hmm. It's it's that fear of, well, how am I going to pay the bills? Am I going to die on my children? Who's going to take care of them? you know, the what ifs, what if, what if, and those kind of build up, and, and as, a, as a mother, whether single or with a husband, because even if I was still married at the time, that, that fear would have been between the two of us. Yeah. Um, that that money, and, and people, you know, a lot of people will say, well, money to, isn't everything. That money was everything at that point yeah. in our life. That money took it so that um, my son um, could have all the school books that he needed, and I am sure that there would have been people in the community that would have helped us, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said before, sometimes it's hard to ask for that help. Mm-hmm. You know, you're all. I always like, um, what do I tell my kids? We're, we don't have pity parties in this family. Mm-hmm. We're not going to sit around and be, a, you know, oh, woe is me, and I, I'm not a big person to hold my hand out for help. So when they came through with that money and when Mike and Marcy um, really pushed to help and I'm sure I, I what I was um, under the understanding was they wrote stuff about me and yeah. I mean like gosh, um, I said this to Dave voucher, um, you know, how many companies do you know that are corporate mm-hmm. that still give um, anything about somebody that's been there for 10 years, let alone three months? Right. 10 years people have been with companies and get sick and you know it's like we don't have anything here's a card
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know get well soon. Get well soon. Yeah. Um, these people didn't know me from anybody other than for that three months and their hearts were big enough that they, they pushed for that that they knew that here's this, here's this young lady with four beautiful children and she's trying every day to make their lives better and bigger than that than hers was. You know, because that's what we want for our children. We want mm-hmm. them to have the things that we didn't have, and we want them to have bigger dreams than we ever dreamt, and to be scared all of a sudden. Because I was 36.
0: Yeah. 36. Yeah.
1: Cancer? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought.
0: Mm-hmm. And they I'm had too told me, cancer. hold
1: on. They had told me for nine months that I didn't have cancer. Right. So. Th-
0: You'd been set up to set, not think yes. that's what it was.
1: So then for all that to come crashing down, you just think, oh, gosh, what am I going to do? And then sport clips happened. And mm-hmm. it was like, I mean, Shauna, my my girlfriend that is right. the, um, the, manager,
0: the manager, so manager with
1: me, yeah. um, the main reason that she came to sport clips was because she saw how they treated me.
0: Hmm. That's amazing.
1: I, I mean, like, yeah. I pe- tell people in my chair on a daily, they'll ask me, how do you like your job yeah. do you like working for this company have you worked for other places i've worked for many places i've worked in and out of the hair industry mm-hmm. um i've managed in and out of the hair industry um this is the only company that cares even if they don't know what your face looks like
0: mm-hmm. well it's we talk about family a lot in the sport clips family and whether you had been a three-month-old or a 10-year-old, you were part of the family. Yes. And so for Mike and Marcy to say, you know, we know you're new to the team, but you're part of our family now. So. Well, and they
1: were even new to the team. Mm-hmm. Harrison was their first store that they were yeah, opening. Yeah. So even for sport Clips to say, hey, look. Right. Look at this new team team managers right here, these yeah. team leads that have this young lady that's their, their assistant manager that all of a sudden is hit with life-threatening mm-hmm. event in her life. We're going to help them out. That's big even for them. Yeah. I mean.
0: You didn't good. you weren't on the bottom of the list because of how long you'd been there or how long they'd been in the system. It
1: was like there was no list. You had sport
0: clips associated with you. So that was good enough for us. They
1: read my, I I feel like this is what I dreamt in my head. They read my story and Mm -hmm. their hearts opened up to me and my children. Because Mm -hmm. really what I always tell everybody is sport clips did not give that money to me. They gave that money through me to my children. Mm because we're not lucky enough to have their father in our lives anymore. Mm-hmm. And so for somebody to like stick their necks out there for us, that me- that means, that speaks miles and miles upon, for me at yeah. least. Like yeah. I don't know if I'll ever go anywhere else because mm-hmm. of that. Like I don't see myself well, it- ever, like I see myself in in the long run when my kids are all going you know, maybe moving here and there, and still working for Sport Clips mm-hmm. all over the United States, mm-hmm. so that
0: and I can, can and Canada,
1: yes, get a passport. Watch, okay. That's what I want to do. Like I would like to stay within side of this company because of the type of people and um, company owners and vice president, everything that goes along and in, into the Sport Clips, not just on the salon floor. Mm-hmm. Like that, mi- that means a lot to mm-hmm. me. You know, uh, Mr. Gordon, he doesn't yeah. have to have this fun. Right. He does this because he has seen over the past 26 years that, you know, sometimes we need help. Sometimes there's not that that extra cash in the savings right. account as much as we would like it to and be I, there. You know,
0: what I love is the legacy, like Wayne McGlone, who was an AD and, and, and unfortunately passed away. Uh, that could have been just oh so sad for everybody involved, of course. But they now made it he's positive. got he, yeah, it's a legacy that that he helped and, and inspired and and created because of him. And now people yes. like you, it's benefiting. And
1: and there's others. I've I've um, I watched the they made me do a little snippet for the huddle last year. Oh, yeah. Even though I, I felt like I sounded like a chipmunk, mm-hmm. but. I, I watched that on YouTube. Oh, you did. YouTube. I heard it. Yeah, it was very
0: chipmunky. You're right, now that I think about it. No, i just kidding.
1: I watched that on YouTube, and to see that they helped other people, it wasn't just me. Mm-hmm. And that just, it, it makes my heart like, it's like the Grinch, it grows three sizes bigger yeah. than I ever thought it would be. It's I mean, I cannot express enough that more companies need to go back to this type of thought process. This type of process of thinking you know, it's not just the bottom line. What's going on with our people? Whether it's the person that's working right under the main big wig, or if it's the lowest man on the totem pole, and yeah. everybody in between.
0: Well, what I, what I love is all of this has been unscripted. In fact, uh, we, we only, we're, we're hanging out because we happen to be in the same place at the same time, and you heard, hey, I'm looking for anybody that might yeah. have a story. And you obviously, you fit that description, but this is not a commercial for Sport Clips or Waymo, it's this real life. Yes. And um, And I like that word life because you're you're living, you're living proof. I'm living my best life. You're living your best life. So how is, how is your recovery? Uh, what are the, how's the prognosis? What, what's going on with you health wise? So
1: in December, um, actually, uh, the week before Christmas, one week before Christmas, Mm -hmm. I got my two years of remission. Um, I was going to the doctor every three months and it's a big step on that day because now I don't have to go back and Well, six months until June, so Mm -hmm. that's exciting. Um,
0: You you obviously um, have a better outlook now. And how are you feeling? Are you feeling great? Okay.
1: I feel like I am. I'm saying I'm my best person. I feel like this has, yes, it was a scary and traumatic event that happened in me and my children's life, but it has made me a better person. It has made me a better mother. Mm -hmm. I feel like. I just want to live life more. Mm -hmm. I want to be more present in everything that it is, whether it's the store that I'm working at or my family or my children or my friends, I just want to be present. Mm -hmm. I want, and I want everybody to feed off of my energy. Like, I want to know that if you're having a bad day and I come in and I'm being silly and energetic, which I'm always, yeah. even before I was sick, mm-hmm. that you're going to feed off of that and that might make your day best, you know, better. Because even though I have gone through what I have gone through, I, I'll say it a million times, there are people that are going through way worse, whether it is sickness, whether it is just regular life. It doesn't matter. Um, and sometimes... You, you know, uh, they just need that. They need that person that they can say, you know what, look what she went through, and she's still smiling, and mm-hmm. she's still going strong and All being happy. I'll
0: say this, and then I'll get to my 10 final questions that I like to do. Uh, you're talking about making people's lives better. <clears throat> so we're here together at the same place at the same time because we're doing a leadership, and. Uh, I was speaking earlier at the leadership, and I do this thing at the beginning of my 2019 leaderships in which we, we get together and we say some affirmation stuff and positive stuff and, you know, I am courageous and you know, I, will, I will go the extra mile and all this stuff. And I'm glad I was mic'd and I had a microphone because you yourself were projecting as loudly as I was with the microphone, so that's why I had eventually go to you and be like, who are you and how are you so positive and what's going on with you? And it turned out that you are you. I am a survivor. You're, you that's why. That yelled, was one of the, the words, loudest. Yes, yes. We, I we am said a champion. That. Uh, that those were those are some amazing affirmations that you embody. And so, thank you for that. Thank you for being here. I want to ask you, uh, and we're going to put links to the Wayne McGlone Fund and the podcast and all Please, that yes,
1: stuff. Please, yes, that's
0: awesome. Um, but I, I, can I ask you just ten kind of fun questions? Yeah. Go ahead, and then we'll then we'll wrap this up because we're doing great on time. But I want to get you going. I know you got to get home to your four kiddos. It's <laughs> uh, so number one. Which superpower would you most like to have?
1: I'd like to teleport.
0: Teleport, okay. Why? Because I, mean, uh, I could go anywhere okay. I wanted, uh-huh. and I Just, haven't been a lot of places. All right, okay. Going to Vegas? <laughs> yes, I okay. am. I'm going to Vegas It'll for be my huddle. first all time right. <laughs> without the kids. Uh, number two. What is your personal motto? You might have said it already, but
1: ooh, it's. Probably No Worries.
0: No Worries? No Worries. Okay.
1: You know, it's, nothing mm-hmm. can be that bad. Like that no song, worries. Don't Worry,
0: Be Happy. Yes. Uh, other than where you live now, where else in the world would you most like to live?
1: Ooh.
0: And you can take the kids, or they can be out of the house, and you're grown and, you know, empty nester. So I've always
1: been obsessed with Portland, Oregon. Okay. They All have right. a, a big garden I have of roses that mm-hmm. I've always yeah. wanted to go. Okay.
0: Portland, I love Portland. Who uh, number four? Who is a celebrity you'd most like to meet one day? Ellen. Ellen. Oh, I get, I, I get that. <laughs> I love that. Heck yeah. You and her would get along really well. Uh, which words or phrases do you most overuse?
1: No worries. No
0: worries. <laughs> okay, that works. Yes. So you use your personal motto. I use my personal motto. You beat it to death. I beat it to I death. It like it a to death. So no okay. worries. Right.
1: And I and I say my friend a lot. I guess. Okay,
0: that works. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? Curp. What? What is? I didn't ask you oh, to impersonate curp. it. So <laughs> is that a bird? What? What is? What, what? It's
1: like oh, oh, curp. it's like Cardi B. Okay. I got young kids, okay. man. So All right. we love singing. Okay.
0: That. All right.
1: When my kids are being silly, I'll be like, "Are you being?"
0: I, I didn't know if that was like the the chime that when somebody walks into your sport clip so that's the noise and so that's why you love it but okay I'll
1: just give a shout out to Cardi B okay thank you Cardi B all right
0: I'll tag her <laughs> as well uh what sound or noise do you hate okay uh it sounds like a teenager in the house it's my five-year-old oh your your little one <laughs> okay all right uh does an eye roll come with that sound oh i'm so bored Ah, okay (laughs) uh what profession other than your own would you have been good at or at least have wanted to try comedian oh you got that nailed yeah heck yeah we'll have you up on stage at huddle in no time what do you consider your greatest achievement
1: my children
0: oh i love it yes uh last one if heaven indeed exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates
1: I know it was hard, but you did it, and you did it well.
0: I, uh, I hope Heaven Indeed <laughs> exists and you get to hear that, but in a long time. So, yes. So uh, we're talking 60, 70 years from now. So uh, amazing story. Uh, uh, just what a comeback physically. Now you're at Sport Clips again, not in bed rest and, uh, and, and doing well. I hope to check in with you uh, often and hear just nothing but good reports.
1: So. Well, we'll see each other in, what, a month yeah, and a uh-huh. half? Yeah,
0: we'll be at Huddle, so we'll have a good time, and uh, come find me, and we'll uh, we'll hang out. Definitely. So.
1: Thank you so much. All
0: right. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll do some uh, some more Wayne McGlone-inspired uh, podcasts in, in future weeks and months, and we'll put a link in here. But if you... Uh, feel like you should qualify for that. Please make sure to get with your team leader, or if you're a team leader, get with your manager or team member or somebody, and let's get those, uh, those requests turned in and do some good for team members in the system. Thanks again.